Welcome to Jarrell Reeves Ministries, a podcast for inspirational and inspiring messages. And we are going to continue with uh, the book of Huppacuck, uh, explaining in this uh, next message is, is based on trust. And we'll be reading uh, Huckabuck chapter 1. Verses 12 through 17, chapter 3, 16, 19, Psalms 56, 1 through 13, John chapter 14, 27. Huckabuck 1, Huckabuck chapter 1, verse 12 reads Lord, you are not from everlasting. My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You, Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You, my rock, have ordained them to push, to punish. Your eyes are to peer, poor, to look on evil. Peer, to look on evil. You cannot tolerate over wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? In verse 14, you have made people like the fish in the sea, like the sea creatures that have no ruler. The wicked foe pulls all of them up with hooks and catches them in his net. He gathers them up in his dragnet, and so he rejoices and is glad. Therefore, he sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet. For by his net, he lives in luxury and enjoys the choicest foods. Is he to keep on emptying his net, destroying nations without mercy? And that verse right there, sometimes, you know, as we, we look at the world now, that verse from 12 through 17, uh, if you sit back and think like I did for a moment, it, it somewhat seems like how the world is going right now, of how uh, senseless acts of violence and crime and mistreatment on various levels of life in, in this world. Now, Huckabuck chapter 3, verses 16 through 19 reads, I heard and my heart pounded, my lips quivered, and the sound decay crept into my bones, and my legs trembled. Yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nations invading us through the fig trees, does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines. Though the olive crop falls, and the fields produce no food, though there, though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of deer. 
he enables me to tread on the high highest and that also goes into our uh, message as far as trust and you know trusting and believing in the Lord that through what um, Huckabuck chapter 1 is you know explaining and saying um, you know there's a lot of evil and a lot of things that are going on in the world that you know bring harm and bring crime and injustice to us so those are kind of the you know when you when you go into chapter 3 and you read those verses especially uh, Huckabuck chapter 3 verse 18 yet I will rejoice in the Lord I will be joyful in my Savior in verse 19 the sovereign Lord is my strength he makes my feet like the feet of deer he enables me to tread on the highest and that's one of the definitely things that we, we do have to always keep in mind when ad adversity and situations attack us. You know, we, we have to continue to always remember that we will rejoice in the Lord because God is, is for us. God is definitely on our side no matter what happens to us. And then in Psalms... Uh, 56 chapter 1 through 13 the Pharisees that Huckabuck the prophet received Huckabuck's complaint how long Lord must I call for help but you do not listen or cry out to you violence but you do not save why do you make me look at injustice why do you tolerate wrongdoing destruction and violence are before me there is strife and conflict abound. Therefore the laws the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked him in the righteous so that justice is perverted. The Lord's answer chapter uh, verse five look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you will not believe, even if you were told. I am ra raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth and size dwelling not their own. They are a feared and dread people. They are a law that themselves and promote their own horror. Their own honor, excuse me. The horses are swifter than leopards fiercer than wolves and dusk their cavalry gallops heading their horsemen come from afar they fly like eagles swooping and devouring they all come intent on violence their wardens advance like a desert wind and they gather prisoners like sand they mock kings and scoff the rulers they laugh at all forfeited cities by building ethern ramps they capture them they then they sweep past like a wind and going on guilty people whose own strength is their God Huckabuck's second complaint 
Verse 12, Lord, you are not from everlasting. My God, my Holy One, you will never die. You, Lord, have appointed them to execute judgment. You are my rock, have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrongdoing. Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? And then the last one is John fourteen, twenty-seven, and we'll uh, come back to that one in just one second. But what we what we go into is verse twenty-seven. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I do not give you give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. In this for as far as trust, you know, Huckabuck um offers an amazing model of a healthy balanced response to what he had to be about about the worst news he could have received from God. Even as his body reacted he per and <clears throat> reacted. He realized that he had a choice about what was going to be, what to believe. He could trust his emotions. He could trust his current view of the situation. He could somehow bring a good, bring good out of an inconceivable scenario. And that is the Babylonian Babylonians invading their land. Now, in your life, it may feel like the Babylonians have already ravaged the landscape of your heart. You may be grieving loss that occurred years ago or current. But in the middle of all that pain, if you can choose to trust God despite all of the evidence that is in front of you, to the contrary, then you will break through to a new level of intimacy with him. You will know his presence in the middle of your hurting. You will trust his character when you don't understand your circumstance. Then no matter how painfully your hurt is pierced, you can continue to take one more step for one more day. As with Huckabuck, your prayers become honest about what you've lost or will lose and, and currently what is going on in front of you in this world. Even as you realize that, you still have God on your side. Now remember from our last message, it was faith tested. When we were speaking and talking about faith where you think God isn't there, you're not he's not listening to you, and that you will and through your prayers and through your studying that you feel that you've grown closer to God in your intimate late night conversations, morning talks, in your prayers. But in the back of your mind you might still feel he's not listening. But through your prayers, talks, 
and meditating on God's Word. God is still there. And that was one of the biggest things we talked about, that through all of that, God is still there. Because you are growing closer to God when you take your prayer time and you you grow closer to God. God is getting closer to you and showing you and telling you what your next steps are. And the Lord is in His holy temple and the earth to be silent before Him. And that was Huckabuck chapter 2 verses 20. Now for some people will say, you know, for example, is that, you know, through their marriage, their spouse didn't live up to the end death to his part. Would you have to keep in mind that no matter what, God is still there and that you will still rejoice in the Lord, your God. Even though we've prayed for something, someone's health to get better and they've gotten worse, yet through all of that, trust in the Lord, your God, because God is still there. Even though you've raised your kids to know better and they're making very scary and bad decisions right now in their lives, yet God will still be there. And we still have to trust in the Lord because God is still there. Even though our house won't sell when it's time to sell and everything is falling back on you and you're trying to get into your new home, yet through all of that you have to still trust that God is still there. Even though your finances are tough and it's going to cost Four to five hundred dollars for a repair, your car, appliances, an unexpected medical bill. Trust and believe that God is still there. Even though <clears throat> you don't think it seems that God is there and don't understand it, even though you know he could and should be there for you right then and there. And that is a big question for everyone. He's not yet, will I, will you still trust in the Lord? Even though it still seems that God isn't doing anything, will you still trust in the Lord? Now, because that is a big question for people all of those hard times and situations that come knocking at your door and is beating you down physically, mentally, and spiritually, will you step back and say, okay, God, I know the situation. I trust you, and I know you are still here, and I will trust you that you are my God, and you are steering me in the right direction, and that I will not give up. I will keep the fight. And our prayer is, Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for this day. Thank you for all that you have done for me and my family. I pray that you will continue to help me and our families pour out the strength that is already in us to fight these battles. Help us to always put our trust and faith in you no matter what. Because we know that you are and will always be our Lord and Savior. Amen. And thank you for listening to another message 
from Jarrell Reeves Ministries. If you have any questions or comments, any prayer requests, any concerns, please feel free to leave them. And I will continue to pray for you and your entire family as always. And God bless.